us safe in this world that you've created for us. We ask you to be with us now. Help us put the cares of the world out of our mind. Concentrate on your teachings and just be a loyal subject of yours. We just thank you so much for Jesus, his life, his death, his resurrection, the gospel of Christ, which gives us the hope of coming to heaven with you. Be with us now in all these prayers we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Our next song will help prepare our minds for observance of the Lord's Supper. We are the reason that He gave His life. We are the Father, in addition to the great blessings we have through the gift of your son, Jesus, who died for us, 
We know that you bless us in our daily lives. We thank you for our families, our friends, for our homes, our jobs, the food we eat, and all the other good things that you give us daily. Father, we ask that you'd be with us as we prepare to give back a portion of those things that you've provided for us. Help us to give generously, just as your word says that you appreciate. We ask it in Jesus' holy name. Amen. song before the lesson will be seek ye first if it's convenient shall we stand seek ye first the kingdom of God and his Today I'll be reading 1 John 1, 1 through 4. We write you now about what has always existed, which we have heard, we have seen with our own eyes, we have looked at, and we have touched with our hands. We write to you about the word that gives life. He who gives life was shown to us. We saw him and can give proof about it. And now we announce to you that he has life that continues forever. He was with God the Father and was shown to us. We announce to you what we have seen and heard because we want you also to have fellowship with us. Our fellowship is with God the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to you so you can be full of joy with us. Isaac, my man, you nailed it. 
I've been doing this a long time. I still get a little nervous when I stand up here. And to see him just handle it is, uh, is humbling. It's almost like the other day. I said, Sue, you have to embrace your problems. And she came over and gave me a hug. Think about it. It'll come. Big announcement. We're going to have a Sunday night service completely different from Sunday morning. We'll have a song leader here live. We'll have singing that's live. We'll have a preacher live who will preach a different sermon than the one you're going to hear this morning. We will have prayers live. The only thing we ask is that you wear a mask to come. Now, I know some of you feel very strong one way and some of you feel very strong the other. But the reason we're asking that you wear a mask is that those who have compromised immune systems, they show up on Sunday night. And as you know, I happen to be married to one. So we're just asking you to do it for them. It has no reflection on you. Just do it for them. So that those who have immune systems that are compromised can have fellowship and encouragement from you. It's an important thing. Okay. Today's going to be a turning point. It's one of those places that he gets ready to tell us how we can know that we are saved. From 1 John chapter 5, verse 13. But he wants you to know for a fact that you just can't listen to everybody. That's why he writes these words. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see if they're from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard is coming and even now is already in the world. You, dear children, are from God and you've overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world. And they speak from the viewpoint of the world. And the world listens to them. We are from God. And whoever knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. Would you pray with me, please? Lord, we come to one of those places in Scripture that's, that's hard. And we ask you to be with us and help us to see the truth that you are showing. 
I ask for your guidance. And I ask that you, you come and fill this place with your presence. Help me get out of the way so that people can see you. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. thought I'd start with a little test. What are all these men known for? This is a bad picture of him, but this, this is Krista Venta. Sung Young Moon. He's got that pleasant face and that out joint hand. Tony Quinn. John Miller and Lady Luck. Marshall Applewhite. And Henry Crystal. Now, y'all know where they're from and, and what they have in common? Oh, I'm getting blank faces. Nobody's shaking their head yet. So let me give you a hint. They all claim to be the Christ. The reason these are special to me is these people claim to be the Christ after my daughter was born. Now she's 40-something. If you tell her I said that, I will deny it. <laughs> These people have been around in the latest. Most of them are still around today. And they have huge followers. Because they're so huge and so influential, it's good to see what the Bible says about them. The first thing I want you to see is, this isn't new. It's really taken off. Back when I was younger, you didn't hear anybody say, the Lord spoke to me and said. That wasn't something that was ever said because that elevated you to a point that you, you just didn't go. But today, it's very common to find somebody who the Lord spoke to and said. So back in Deuteronomy, which was a long time ago, he said, we've got some false prophets around. And here's how you can tell what a false prophet is. And if he does this, he's false. You may say to yourselves, how can we know when a message has not been spoken by the Lord? If what a prophet proclaims in the name of the Lord does not take place or come true, that is a message the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken presumptuously. Do not be afraid of him. The first test is these people who think they can really read the mind of God and know is what they say, does what they say come true? And if it doesn't come true, then what they're saying isn't from God. Because God's a God of truth. Now, that one's kind of easy, but let's go a little earlier and it gets a little deeper. If a prophet or one who foretells by dreams, appears among you and announces to you a miraculous sign or wonder. And if the sign or wonder of which he has spoken takes place and he says, 
Let us follow other gods, gods you have not known, and let us worship them. It goes on to say, don't count him a real prophet. Any prophet who gives to you a foreign god, any god who tries to lead you away, that guy who is trying to lead you away to the other god, don't give him the credit. The best example I can think of is back when Sue and I lived in Pittsburgh, I had a birthday, and I, I, I have this thing about magic. I started practicing one of the Tennessee School for the Blind. It was neat. You can sit there and say, feel for the glass. Then you pull the glass out and say, glass is gone. It just amazed them. But these guys can do some things that you sit back and go, wow, isn't that neat? David Copperfield came to Pittsburgh and Sue bought me tickets. And we went to see him and I looked at what he did up on stage and I said, wow, that is neat. But because he could do things that I couldn't explain, didn't make them real. And that's the warning here. This guy might really look like he's something special, that he can do things that you never saw before, but don't assume they're real unless they support the real God from heaven. So the first test is, is it true? Second test is, it is leading to Christ and God. Jesus says, as he comes along in Matthew 24, see that nobody deceives you, for many will come claiming, I am the Christ, and he'll deceive many. At that time, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there he is, don't believe it. For false Christ and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and miracles and deceive even the elect if that were possible. See, I've told you ahead of time. So if anyone tells you, he is, there he is out in the desert, or don't go. Or here he is in the inner rooms. Don't believe it. So it was true before the time of days, days of Christ. It was true in the days of Christ. And now John says it's true in the days after Christ. Don't believe every spirit. To see whether they are from God, because there are many false prophets who have gone out into the world. And this is how you can recognize the Spirit of God, every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus is the Christ and he has come in the flesh is from God. But not every spirit, that does, but every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist which you heard is coming and even now is already in the world. Now if that seems familiar to you, it's because we had it back in chapter 2. In chapter 2, he says, dear children, this is the last hour, 
and you've heard that the Antichrist is coming. And now, even now, many Antichrists have come. This is how we know it's the last hour. They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going out showed none of them belonged to us. Notice that this idea that someday there will become this guy who's going to stand against Christ and that's going to announce the second coming. That's not what John says. He says it's happening now. In his day, it was big time. It was happening now. It was happening now that people were claiming to be the Christ. It was happening back then that they thought they knew this special knowledge that could exalt them to knowing God well. And there were many of them, not one, many of them. You have the anointing from the Holy One. And all of you know the truth. I did not write to you because you do not know the truth because you do know and because no lie comes from the truth who is the liar the man who denies that Jesus is the Christ such a man is the Antichrist he denies the father and the son in John's day, these people had popped up right after Jesus had came and lived on earth and died on the cross and went back to the Father. These people popped up. Well, let me tell you what God's really saying or, or these are the kind of rules you've got to keep or this is the situation you've got to agree with. And John says, no. When Jesus came, he gave you the truth. When Jesus came, he taught you what God wanted. When Jesus was here, he showed you the way. You don't need anybody else to come along and show you the way. You need to follow Christ. Now back to John. In 1 John. Dear children... You're from God, and you've overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They're from the world, and therefore they speak the viewpoint of the world. And the world listens to them. We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. Don't be afraid of these people. Don't sit and quake that this is going to be terrible. Because you have God on your side. He's in you. And when he's in you, they don't stand a chance. There might be many of them, which is the indication. There are a lot of these antichrists out there telling you this or that or, or this system or that system. Don't let that bother you. 
because you have God's Spirit in you. You have Christ in you. And when you have Christ in you, it just takes one. And he can fight off all the other spirits. And if you're following Christ, you know the difference between truth and falsehood. Now that's important. This comes from one of the people I look to. He's a Christian commentator. He writes this. Federal agents don't learn how to spot counterfeit money by studying counterfeits. They study genuine bills until they master the look and feel of it. And when they see or feel bogus money, they recognize it like this. I've seen a bank teller do this. She was going through her money and she'd say, ah, bogus, and just go through her money. She found, I think, two in her drawer. Now, she let me in because she wanted me to date one of her daughters, but I didn't do that. I wasn't even nice to her because I came in one day and I, I said, I want to open a joint account. And she said, oh, okay, okay. And she sat down, wrote my name down. She says, who do you want to be in a joint account with? I said, I don't care as long as he's got a lot of money. She was a friend, so she let me sit in and watch her. She knew what was bogus like this. That's what we want to happen in your life. We want it to happen that you know it like this. And to do that, it's the reason that we preach and teach the Bible here at North Brevard. It's all you're going to get from us is what the Bible says. Sermons are going to be featured in on the Bible. Classes are going to be into the Bible. We're not going to give you opinions. We're not going to tell you that your way and my way are different because we think different. We're going to give you the Bible because once you get down what the Bible says, you'll be able to spot the counterfeits like this. Now, it does take some cooperation on your part. There are things that are available that we want you to, to be part of. For instance, the Sunday morning Bible classes. We have some excellent classes. There's an adult class here. There's an adult class in the fellowship room. Matt teaches the teenagers. We have classes for all ages. But that is a Bible study. And it's set up for the age level that is in the class. Now we're going to be able to do that Sunday night. Sunday night's different. The crowd is a little smaller. You're a little more freer. It, it's going to be one of those things that here are people who have compromised immune systems and you can come and make their day by just coming to the class and saying, Hi, we care about you. Don't let your absence send the other message. We don't care about you. Well, once you get down to Sunday night, there's a ladies' Bible class. I have heard personally from the teacher, who I'm married to, that it's an excellent class because she teaches it. I 
came out wrong. But it's an excellent class. They do things that we don't do on Sunday morning, Sunday night. They eat after their class. And they talk. I asked her, what do you talk about? And they said, husbands. But you learn Bible. If that doesn't work, we have a Wednesday night Bible class. It's a class where we learn from each other. It's open discussion, and we get opinions, and we get ideas, and we get questions, and back and forth. I learn from them. They learn from me. It's one of those things that's a joint effort. We have an online Bible study. Are you seeing the redundant yet? Over and over and over, we've got methods to study the Bible. I have a small group that meets Sunday, uh, Tuesday nights every other week. There are all ways to get the Bible to you so you know it so well that you can pick up those counterfeit people who say, I am the Christ, or this is the way, or this is what you've got to do. If it's not there, we don't want you to do it. If it is there, we want you to get busy and do it but it's to equip you. The elders have outlined a great plan, but we need your cooperation to do it. And if you need a reason, we got a big one. Jesus Christ came and died so that we could be with God so we could know what he was like and what it would be like when we got to heaven and the things that God treasures and the things that God wants us to push out of our lives. And then he dies for our sins so that we can be with God. And what Jesus says is you go into all the world and you teach people what he's all about and you baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe whatever he has commanded. And he'll always be with us. In the book of Acts, the first people who heard that after his ascension back to heaven told them they had to repent and be baptized for the remission of those sins. We could do that this morning. But if you've once done that, and maybe you haven't seen the way God wants you to live. Maybe you've started looking other places for him and listening to other people. And this is, can be the day that you, you come back to Jesus. If there's a way we can help you to be right with Christ. Won't you come? Right together we stand.
Thank you, Mike. Uh, Mike's right. Test of spirits. We need to know the real Christ, the real salvation that's offered to him. The world offers a lot of things which uh, they tell you will bring you salvation. I'll guarantee you they don't. So, but to know that, to know we've got a lot of options here. Mike pointed out very well. Um, between the worship assemblies that we have, the Bible studies we have, we have small groups. Um, I've participated in a couple over time. I remember our men's group that uh, used to meet at Steve Darrow's house, one of the most fulfilling times I've ever had. Because it's, uh, to be honest, it was people that needed it the most. So, but finding Christ, knowing what the truth is, uh, you'll also be called upon to share that, to guide someone else. That's what evangelism is, to share the, the true Christ. So, you know, if you need more study, uh, you can open up your own Bible. I personally recommend, start with the book of John. Read John, Acts, Romans. You'll figure it out from there. If you haven't figured it out by that time, trust me, there's plenty in order to go. But that's where I usually start, um, John, Acts, and Romans. But I appreciate Mike's message. Um, there's other places to, to find Christ. What would Christ do? The touch, touch the lives of those who are forgotten by the world. The world will tell you to forget those people. But Christ touched the ones who needed him most. One of those ways right now, we have a backpack giveaway. Um, we're, give, we're still looking for names today. Uh, we're going to give away backpacks to the kids of the church today, those who need it. If not, if we have some left over, I think they're going to be given away tomorrow. Is that my understanding? They're going to be given away tomorrow. So there you go. My understanding is if you go to Apollo Elementary, and there's probably some other places, I heard Apollo just says, bring a backpack, we'll fill it. So that's a good news for those who need it too. There's plenty of that out there, but that's something we're doing here. To look out for those who need it the most. Um, on the calendar is the men's prayer breakfast this Saturday at Denny's at 8:45. That's been ongoing. That just didn't always hit the calendar. So if you need some encouragement from some of the brothers, there's an option right there that doesn't always get mentioned. Um, pray for the sick. Mallory Boudreaux. Um, Mallory fell on the way to uh, her graduation from nursing school. She broke her ankle, foot, leg. I don't know. You know, but she had surgery on it uh, Friday, and um, I know she's in a lot of pain, and uh, hopefully everything will recover. So pray for Mallory, pray for her family. Um, she needs to get back up on that because she's eager to go work in an OR, right, an operation room, operating room. That's her job as soon as she is able to walk, walk and work. Uh, this evening at 5 o'clock, where we've been doing the video uh, worship service, the video this morning, so we're changing that to be... Like Mike said, we're gonna have, Mike's going to preach. He's going to preach a different sermon. Uh, Grant's going to lead singing. We're going to have prayers. We're going to have Lord's Supper like we usually do. It'll basically be the same order of worship. Um, those who have been coming at 5 o'clock prefer the masks, so we're going to give that. And we're also giving an option for those who would prefer that in their own, as a, as a CDC, give different guidelines and stuff. If that's something that's more of your preference, come at 5 o'clock. It's also there for encouraging those people. But like, like we said, uh, we want the mask required at 5 o'clock to look out for the least of us, and uh, we'll hopefully, hopefully you'll be there for encouragement. Uh, if not, it's live streamed. All this stuff that's live streamed is also archived. You can pull it up anytime you want to. It's still there on Facebook and YouTube. So anyways, um, stay faithful, stay safe. As we all know from the scriptures, one day our Heavenly Father, our God, will give the command to His Son, Jesus, our Savior, go and get our church. In recognition of that truth, 
I've selected a scripture for us to read together and before our closing song. Shall we stand for the reading of the scripture together? But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. Since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God? this life was perfect, we would not be in heaven. So as we go, patience is the word. In Jesus' name, amen.